Hello, I'm Dr. Jesse L. Grice, founder and uh, senior pastor of Truvine Baptist Church. It's my heart as we welcome you. I welcome you, and I praise God uh, that you will get something from it and bless your life. And in Jesus' name, we love you. It wasn't the nails that held him to the cross. It was his love for us, and we give him praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be here today. Amen. To praise him on this Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Pray with me for just a moment. Father, thank you, O Lord, again for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Thank you for your presence here this morning. O God, we thank and give you all the glory. And we know, dear God, that you love us and we bless you. Now, Holy Father, bless now this thy word. Bless this, your servant. Think with my mind and speak with my mouth that which you want to say. And bless us in Jesus' name. And Father, we'll be careful to give you all the glory. And we praise you. In Christ's name we all pray. And everyone said amen. 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 What a blessing. This morning, if you will, turn in your Bibles uh, to Mark. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. Mark, chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. If you have Mark 16, 1 through 8, say amen. Amen. Okay, it looks like everybody doesn't have it, but uh, we know you're going to catch up. Amen. The train is leaving the station. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Mark says... Now when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices that they might come and anoint him. Very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they said among themselves, who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go and tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. And so they went out quickly, fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed. May the Lord bless the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. You may take your seats. The topic this morning is, of course, what the angel said, he is risen. He is risen. You know, the world today does not want you to know, or do not want to verify, who do not want you to understand that the Lord God, Jesus the Christ, has risen from the dead. And I'm surprised in a way that so many people today follow other kinds of religion whose Savior is dead. If you would go to 
Some of those tombs, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but some of those leaders' tombs, and you get CSI, they're going to say, yep, they're they're dead. But I'm here to tell you that if you go to Jerusalem and you go to Joseph of Amathea's tomb where they laid my Savior Jesus in, and the CSI would say, nope, he's not here. He's risen. I don't know if that should make you excited or not, but I'm excited because I didn't have to be saved, but he loved me and saved me. A dead God can't save me, but a live one can. A live one did, and I'm saved, and I give God all the praise. You see, my friends, he told them, so that the angel told them what Jesus said, that to go to Galilee and there you'll see me. And so it was in Galilee where they, many of them were called as disciples. It was in Galilee where Jesus taught them to be fishers of men. It was in Galilee where the mission to reach the world with the gospel began. It was in Galilee that he said, but he's going back there to inform them again. Come on, we got to go and do what thus say the Lord. My friend, the Sabbath had ended. And the three women whom Mark identifies are on their way to the tomb. I want to stop for just a second. A parenthetical phrase, just a phrase here. I wonder where were the men? I'm just trying to get your attention this morning. I love what it says. The Sabbath ended. Three women. And then, then Mark identifies them, names them by name. I wonder what the brothers were. You know, it's kind of like the same today in the church. Now, y'all say that's not easy. Oh, yes, it is. I, I love the sister because it wasn't for the sister. We have no church. That's why it's friend day. We ought to encourage our friends, our male friends. Come on. Too often I believe that our male friends, like I once thought, and some of you must have thought, I'm going to lose all my friends and, and I can't do the things that I used to, do, used to do. Yeah, that's right. But on the good side, you gain some new friends. You get a new family. You get some new stuff to do. Like come and praise the Lord. Come and use your gift to give up God some praise. My friends, they laid, Joe, they laid Jesus in Joseph's tomb. But you see, if you could imagine, these women that walked to the tomb probably looked as if they moved in slow motion. With their hearts heavy and with grief and tears swollen eyes and their slow, methodical steps and thinking to themselves, who will move the stone for us? Because in that day they had these sepulchers and cut out in a cave and they put a huge stone on it, you know, keep the vandals out, grave robbers, and so on. Heavy stone, but they were thinking to themselves, who will move the stone? They didn't anticipate God sending an angel. 
But they were just thinking about how we're going to get this stone moved. And as they moved ever so close to the tomb where their Savior lay, that their mission was to anoint his body, that they were, uh, they, they were in for a big surprise. I wonder sometime when we come to the worship service and one is not saved, are you in for a surprise? I wonder sometime when the saved folk come to church and are you in for a surprise? I'm surprised because I see God doing great things all of the time. We ought to be surprised sometime. And when they heard the angels say, he is risen, they were astonished and their hearts were filled both with joy and disbelief. They, they, they mused over the angels' words in their hearts. And could it be that the Savior is alive? Oh, you're with me this morning. If you lost someone and you go there and you're looking for them to be alive, are they still there? Perhaps the chorus of the old hymn can help us make the connection. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives, he lives within my heart. That was the good news. Let's take a look at the bad news, shall we? Our Lord was already in the grave, but he was not covered with earth. He was not enclosed in a coffin, but merely lay in the tomb in a recess hollowed out of the rock, wrapped in grave clothes where Joseph of Arimathea had placed him on that evening of Good Friday. On that first resurrection morning and for our benefits, Mark tells us the resurrection story. A few days earlier, the disciples had their Messiah all to themselves. They enjoyed fellowship while listening intently to his teaching on life through the scriptures. They loved him. They followed him. They listened and hung on every, his, every word of his. They were excited. Now is a different time, but God is about to bless them. However, the followers of Christ, and that, that, the events of that first Good Friday defy description. If you ever lost someone and you're going through the grief process, it's very difficult. It's hard for you to see through the tears that cause you to look. At, it looks like fog to you. But to begin with, he was betrayed by a friend and was arrested uh, and put on trial, Mark says. And after his arrest, he was beaten and humiliated. Also, the chief priests and other authorities mocked him, but unknowingly, they fulfilled Isaiah's prophecy. In Isaiah 53 and 3, as we read a portion this morning, he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him you see that's really relevant today when you look around and you hear on various channels on tv listening to people but i want you to know that thousands hundreds of thousands of people are, are, are on this sunday morning some have sunrise they call it sunrise service all over the world is easter is resurrection sunday somebody loved him Somebody came to him. Somebody walking up and said, I want to be here. 
for my Savior is risen. And I want to acknowledge that. You know, when you got out of your bed this morning, you came this way. You got your clothes on, got your hair right, put your lipstick on, sisters, and y'all was ready because you came. I'm coming to let somebody know I'm a witness. Somebody ought to say, man, I'm a witness. Amen. Brother, you got it together. You got the clothes on. You got your suit. Got your mustache together. Came on and said, I'm a witness for the Lord. I want the world to know that I serve a risen Savior. He's alive. You at home, you on streaming. He's alive. We ought to rejoice. The Jewish mom demanded his crucifixion. That took him from judgment hall to judgment hall, they say. He was humiliated and abused. The things that follow describes his journey to the cross. Listen here. He experienced rejection by his own people. Satan used others to trap him. The religious leaders disclaimed him. Judas betrayed him. The one called Peter denied him. The mob cried crucify him. The governor washed his hands of him. On the tree the soldiers nailed him. On the cross the thief taunted him. His mother cried for him. Your sins and mine killed him. The rich ruler buried him. But it was the father who raised him. That's the good news. Jesus is alive. He has risen from the dead. The stone was rolled away from the door. Not to allow Jesus to get out, but to, to, but to allow and let us in. The grave clothes couldn't hold the Savior. The angel declared that he is risen. He is not here. He has risen from the dead, just like he said. And when his followers came to the tomb on that first resurrection morning, the angel immediately dispatched them to go and tell. Go and tell the good news that Jesus rise and rose from the dead. He is alive, I say. Jesus wants you to, 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 to tell you this morning that he is not uh, in the tomb. He is not in a grave in some far off land. He is risen. The risen Lord is alive and, and became. And because he lives, you can have a new tomorrow. You that don't know Christ as Savior, whether you're online with us or you're in the sanctuary, somebody can be saved. I don't know what your life is about. I don't know anything about you. But I know one thing, that if you came here today, you may have been dead in your trespasses and sin, but I know a Savior who can bless you and raise you up. I know a Savior who can give you a resurrection and there's name is Jesus. I know he's awesome and he's a mighty God. There is no God like him and we give him glory this morning. But on this resurrection morning, saints, Jesus extends an invitation to you. You know, sometimes when we get an invitation, it's in the mail and you are invited to such and such party, but I want you to know that you got an invitation by God this morning. It's a party to come and serve God. It's a party that you can come and lift your hands and praise. It's a party you can come and give your life to Christ. Uh, you're with me this morning. Jesus is risen. And my friends, I want you to know that this invitation is to you to forsake your sin 
and trust him as Savior and Lord. He will remove, he will remove that stone that covers your heart's door. Some of us are sitting in here or even at home. And there's a stone that's covering your heart's door, metaphorically. You heard the gospel, you hear the gospel, but you won't lend yourself to the gospel because your heart is closed. And you say, well, I'll go another time. Dear friends, you don't have another time. How often do you hear people say, so-and-so passed away all of a sudden? It wasn't all of a sudden. It was God's plan. But he's given you today, you that are with us by streaming, and you that is with us in the church. He's given you an opportunity to come today and really get to know Christ. Thank you so much for your attendance and your support of the podcast. We do hope to see you again or hear you again or even talk to me again. And we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.